0: Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. We are live with John and Ruth Filler. We have Berlin on as co-host, and um, Heather was on here a minute ago, but uh, I think she was having some technical difficulties. I tell you, these tech things just got to go away in the name of Jesus. (laughs) They really do. (laughs)
2: Exactly,
3: right yeah so i haven't met john this is going to be an exciting uh show for me because i get to find out who you are just with everybody else so this will be good
1: exactly
3: yeah
4: like like brilliant like i know you already
2: because oh thank you i
4: thought wow she's a lot of fun
3: Yeah. Ask Gil how much fun I am though. When i cracking whip.
1: It, it gets a little wild and crazy sometimes though, so uh, you well, just have to be be warned.
3: Gil, I so appreciate you being able to um, handle this technology, and I know you're producing at the same time, so you're watching screens and you're typing and doing all of this stuff. So thank you for handling all of that, and we'll just can keep continuing the conversation. And thank you. For to Karen and Muriel and whoever else is sharing out there. We just want to invite you to um, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're not already and share this with friends and let people know that a good conversation is about to happen.
1: Amen, hallelujah. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Berlin. Hey, um, so John and Ruth, we had you on a few months ago. It was a great time, uh, just really getting to know you. And there's a lot of people out there who know you and have even been jumping on our uh, Facebook page because they know that you were gonna be on here today. So, uh, tell us what's been going on. What's the latest and greatest in your lives? What's the latest
4: and greatest? Latest
3: and greatest, well, kind of an interesting thing. This will be our longest stint home. Yeah. In three, almost three years, we'll actually be home now for three months. Wow. Happened, and um, our life just kind of started erupting. what three years ago, and then we were full-time pastors plus traveling, and then we handed the baton off to an incredible younger couple, Um, and then we've just been traveling ever since. We, I think, we had just sold our home maybe when we talked to you last.
1: Yeah, you'd only been in the RV for a few months, I think.
3: Um, hold on a second. Gil, is their sound low to you? Because they're a little bit low to me.
1: It is a little low, and I think it's because you backed away from the oh. camera.
3: Okay, just I want to make sure everybody can hear what they're saying okay. here.
4: Okay, we'll try and speak up a little. Okay.
3: Yeah, most people never have any trouble hearing me, but okay. <laughs> Sometimes I get talking. But anyway, so we've been doing the RV life but um uh we we do love it we have had a few furnace issues and right now we do have some snow out on the ground so it would be nice to have a furnace that work <laughs> <laughs> but um god is good and are the travel the people that we've got to meet it's phenomenal and just in the past couple months we were three weeks in europe then home about three weeks and we just got back two weeks ago from india and John went on to South Korea.
2: Yep.
3: And, wow. Uh, that was, yeah. It wow, that's right. Awesome to find in all corner, po- little pockets of the world, people are coming alive
2: yeah. to the
3: kingdom yeah. line.
2: Yeah.
3: And, awesome. Um, downloading it. Some of them have had no exposure to any of the teachings we get at all. And wow. And it, it's amazing to hear them yeah. how God, how Jesus Himself, Holy Spirit, the sevenfold Spirit of God comes to them. And they didn't even know what that is. And uh, so that's been really exciting. Yeah.
4: Yeah, uh, mm. yeah. yeah India, this uh, this last uh, three-week stint, uh, India was amazing to us. We hadn't been there for seven <laughs> years. Uh, I, this was my fourth trip into India. and uh, But it's really interesting because every place that we're going, we're really finding tribe. Um, we have to look a little bit, but we're finding tribe. And uh, God opens the doors. Um, we had a, uh, a young man that um, uh, connected with us, actually through uh, our Access Unlimited schools and conferences that we hold, like in the Philippines. Um, we, just, yeah. we just held one in Europe. And, and uh, so he was connecting with us, um, with our schools and conferences. Uh, in the Philippines last year and somehow there was a situation where he couldn't make it and so he knew that we were coming to India so he invited us he's in Uh
2: Uh the
3: hot spot or give us technology favor they'll be right back on
1: all right all right there we go (laughs) So con- uh, go ahead.
2: We didn't
3: translate it. <laughs> the screen just went.
4: Off. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, he invited us to Hyderabad, and uh, in that, in those meetings, we found such tribal uh, people uh, connecting with us concerning the realm of the spirit, and uh, they had been operating in a lot of that. But they just really, we just really enjoyed the connection that God gave us uh, in in India and Hyderabad. Um, we
3: uh we had a unique thing happen this time I won't go into too many details but we were on a it was supposed to be a 7 hour car drive to go to our next destination a church was going to host us and um, the drive ended up being 16 hours <laughs> oh. and very little English was uh, available to us the pastor that was hosting us was riding with us and they had hired a driver for us and all of a sudden we were coming to all of these military checkpoints every few it seemed like few blocks and all they would say the driver would get back in the car and he'd say detour 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 and about few hours into that we lost all phone connection john couldn't use his cell phone melissa joy our teammate the pastor and his wife they lost their availability and i had remembered reading in the newspaper that there was a potential Scene that could have been an uprising. And uh, so, but they weren't telling us. I had asked, oh no, no, everything's fine. They didn't want to alarm us, I think. But anyway, so 16 hours later, we found out that we could not go to the next city. There'd been some type of uprisings and could not get into that city. So we had to totally miss that church and go on to Bangalore. And we ended up being there for a day extra. But anyway, those. Interesting moment, you're in a car in the middle of, you don't know even where you're at. You've been following GPS, but GPS went out. (laughs) And we didn't know all the names of where we're supposed to go. And I'm like, you kind of sit, I mean, there wasn't real fear though. I, I have to say, I didn't have a lot of fear. I was just like, this is really different. No one knows where we're at at this moment in time, except the Lord. And I mean, there's no way we could call anybody. I hopefully we're going to get to where we're going. and But there was just a moment of trust, knowing, yeah. hey, God, you already knew this. <laughs> we're going, oops, there's no GPS. <clears throat> and so he guided us, and we made it, and it was wonderful. But that, that doesn't happen very often, to they something
2: like that.
3: No. That's, That's just awesome. amazing. I remember on my trip just recently, when I was totally out of any cell range or GPS range, and I was a little bit like disconcerted because I'm just not—you're not used to being so disconnected. But at least I was in the Americ in America, right? I was in the <laughs> United States, so I can't imagine how crazy that must have been. Oh, oh, we lost him again.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh. They'll come back. All right.
1: All right. Well.
3: Angels, we need some some tech favor here.
1: <laughs> yeah
3: smoothing the technology there you are
1: again so
3: i don't know if you heard that but i was saying that at least i was in the united states when that happened so i can't imagine how how disconcerting that would be if you're in a foreign country
4: yeah
2: yeah yeah Yeah.
3: it was interesting
4: disconcerting is a good word for it
3: (laughs) i think that was just like i'm not worried right now but
4: maybe i should be yeah (laughs) one of the things you know (laughs) That I've noticed, you know, as you, you know, develop and walk in relationship to
1: the Lord. Uh, we lost you again.
3: You know, this is going to be a good conversation, Gail, when It keeps freezing like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit challenging there. Oh, and then, wow, and cool. then, John gets translated. Wow! He wow. translated. Exactly. <laughs> this will be the best show ever. John Fillers translated.
2: <laughs> yes, <with Enoch. laughs> well, oh, no.
1: You know, I'm gonna ask it's if trendy. you guys can maybe somehow scoot the computer closer to you, or yes. um, because the volume. Yeah. What's happening is when Berlin speaks, it blasts everybody out. When you guys speak, I have to turn it way Sorry. up.
2: Um, Let me turn my mic
3: down.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll help a little okay. bit too. Okay. All right.
4: I mean, is, that a-
3: is that better?
1: I think that is a little bit better.
3: Okay, so this is me speaking is with that? the mic down. Is that better?
1: That is better.
3: Okay.
2: That's so
3: better? thank you, audience. Thank you. Oh,
1: thank you for your patience, everybody. <laughs> We're, yeah. get this dialed in. We're
3: hoping this will. You know, it's live. <laughs> live. <Okay.
1: laughs>
3: yeah, that is one of the drawbacks to live, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's always, always good. No, I mean, it's the, all good the the thing is you know we want to pre- present family we're not trying to pre- present uh you know professional uh let's put on a show for everybody we want to just get to know you and uh, let the audience get to know you as well uh so right, good- how long have you guys been traveling and and doing what you're doing now because i i think you said uh, well i think you've been traveling for quite a while but you just have been doing so much that you bought a motorhome a few few months ago or almost a year ago is that true no.
4: Right.
2: Yeah, last February. yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah.
4: We've been actually, uh, we've traveled off and on, you know, as as uh, senior leaders. Uh, we traveled but,
3: actually more than the average pastor. Yeah, yeah. Our church freed us to do that, so yeah. we were blessed.
4: But the whole, the our, our whole thing was, is that we knew that apostolically that we were going to be trading off the baton, uh, to you know a younger couple that we had uh, raised up within the house, and um, that's beautifully transitioned, and we've just been. Solidly doing this now for three months, or for three years, three years. since okay. uh, 2017. Coming up on our third year, mm-hmm. so uh, and and again, the whole purpose really for us is is the you know the the full awakening of the body of Christ to you know their their purpose, their identity. Um, yeah. You know, we had we had some things you know on our heart today concerning uh, even the transitioning that's happening within the body of Christ that we have seen revelatory uh things that have come to us concerning that and so um we want to get into that there's heather i see
1: heather yes heather's hey
2: guys
1: heather if you yeah. can but, do me a favor uh, heather, we're having uh, to adjust some things in order for uh the volume to work can you turn your mic way down and actually berlin if you can turn yours down even further uh, uh-huh. The- uh-huh. Hopefully, we'll be equalized that way. All
3: right? How's that? How's that level?
1: Go ahead and speak a little bit more, Berlin. Does
3: that sound good? Is this a good level for
5: you me? You could actually yeah,
1: you turn had... it up just a hair. How's this? Uh, still way too loud.
5: <laughs> okay, awesome. How's this?
1: Uh, keep going down.
5: Yeah. Okay. Try again.
1: Getting close. How's this? All right, there you go. All okay, right.
3: so Heather, we were explaining that this is all family behind the scenes, and so it's all good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we've had our tech issues and a few other things. I I had somebody. I've actually had a couple people, you know, um, say that the the typing and everything going on was really annoying, and I'm like. Well, if you want to send me $3,000 a month so I can hire somebody to do this stuff for me while we're doing it live, that would be great. I would love that. <laughs> Otherwise, if the show's going to go on, we've got to be able to type and communicate and keep things moving. But anyway. That's funny.
3: There's a for there you go, letting Bill. the show go on, because <laughs> appreciate
2: you
3: producing. Exactly. Okay, John, you were telling about your the revelation that is coming that's so
4: exciting yeah. to you. Yeah. You know, it was um, about uh, five, maybe six years ago, um, I was in a conference uh, with um, uh, Stillwater Ministries, uh, Br- uh, Dr. Bruce, Bruce Allen. Allen. And uh, Bruce has been a good friend of ours for a lot of years. Mm. And uh, so <clears throat> uh, I was uh, sitting in this... Um, this conference and uh, Don Potter was actually the uh, speaker. Speaker, and so he, you know, was singing and worshiping and and you know how he how he carries himself he prophetically. Prophetic, yeah. And all of a sudden, I was I was caught away in the spirit. Hmm. And uh, when I was caught away, all I could all I could say is this: is it's like the heavens opened, and I could see the uh, the face of God and primarily the mouth it was so white but i knew what it was and i knew it was the mouth of god coming out of the heavenlies and out of his mouth out of his mouth dropped a a plumb line and uh and the plumb line on the line itself had you know all the dispensations of time from the from the moment of spoken creation to this moment or the moment that uh this plumb line dropped and it dropped out of his mouth and it it, it went down, and it, and it uh, actually hit the very core, the very core of Earth, uh, core of planet Earth. And the moment that it hit the core of planet Earth, it just, like, um, went into a bazillion light rays mm. that went into um, everything mm. that had been uh, spoken into being or thought of by, by God, uh, you know, at creation, and his, his heart it's like his heart was exposed in that moment that he you know that he dropped that plumb line and i knew something about the plumb line my mind went back to amos chapter seven and you know eight and then in nine and it was all about you know it was all about alignment of the hearts of god's people and um so when when the light rays went out they went into everything and they went into everything that was was living and existing on the earth Every blade of grass, you know, every animal, you know, every every uh, seven point odd billion people on the face of the earth, it you know went into the very core of who they were, and I knew it was just out of His lavish love, you know, that you know I, He's He spoke into existence, the um, you know at, at at creation, but it was like I could see every point of time on that on that line. And, um, and I knew it had to do with alignment. I knew it had to do with transitioning. I knew it had to do with, you know, all the difficulties, things that, you know, are happening on the earth, you know, famines and wars and, you know, the earthquakes and, and people at unrest and, you know, light and darkne- darkness. And it's like, you know, this whole cataclysmic collision of light and darkness um, that would cause um, the government of God to come, order to come. And um, and so I had this um, in 2018. I had this whole thing about because we were doing our access unlimited, but this whole thing about alignment to order, alignment to order, and it was really about the alignment of God's people and the heart of God's people and the heart of heart of creation being brought back under the fullness of the government of God, and um, and so it. Um, it rattled me it rattled my my cage and i uh, and i thought you know and then he
3: started rattling our cages
4: <laughs> so sure. I, I told ruth i said <laughs> i said this is a, you know this is a a direct message from from heaven and i said we we've, we've got to carry this this is maybe our mandate to carry this into the nations awakening you know the body of christ to the transition you know cuz we're finding it all over the world wherever we're wherever we're going it's all over that people are dealing with transition in their own lives. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, they're sensing it. There? Yeah. And there's a shift yeah. in the atmosphere and, and people are beginning to respond. They're, they're not caring about themselves as much as caring about what God is, you know, how God is responding to them. And um, so we're going in and we're, um, moving in on the traditional churches it's amazing how god is opening up a lot of avenues for us in traditional churches awakening them to their their purpose and their destiny so god. our heart really is to is to really carry that message of alignment
1: um love that and yeah, yeah. That's, you know, you know like really... Go ahead. Um, one of the things uh, I was going to say on Berlin's behalf because she's got the the spirit centered business and that I'd worked with her a little bit that little bit in the beginning, with that and the message that uh, we was started was alignment, access, and what's the last one?
2: Impact.
1: Impact. Mm-hmm. So the alignment, Impact. and the access wow. is is wow. very similar to your first one, and then your second one, John and Ruth, uh, what was that again? You had alignment, and then. What was well, your alignment?
3: Alignment to order. Alignment to order. order.
1: Yeah. Alignment to order. So yeah. this was. So this yeah. is alignment to impact. I mean, it, yeah. it, again, just well, that way, yeah. fathers independently, you know, he is mm-hmm. giving a message to people all around the world, uh, independent just of reviving. one another, and everybody's yeah. running with it. And this is just a move of God that there's no way to stop it.
5: It is wonderful. I heard some uh, years ago that the the paradigm of the Lord is order, glory, judgment. And and when I heard that, I was really scared because under the religious spirit, (sighs) we saw judgment as a bad thing. But judgment is the reward of God, the consequences of what he finds when he comes. And if we are in order, when His glory comes, judgment is good and is its promotion. And so, calling right. people into order is it's a way of saying, "I want to bless you. I want to promote you. Give me something to bless."
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah.
5: So
3: yeah. I'm always interested yeah. in the languaging that we can use. You know because of, you know, marketing and copywriting and that kind of stuff for business. But when you yeah. say that you're able to go into traditional churches and awaken them to this new shift that God is doing, what kind of language, what is the, the the hook that you give them to draw them in that they will receive?
4: Well, it's it really is interesting, even in the traditional church, how much you can um get away with a revelatory experience. We've been uh, surprised. We've at been it. surprised at that. Yeah. And how receptive people have been to that. So mm-hmm. when we begin to tell the story, when we begin to tell of our encounters, you know, they they um you know, they begin to embrace it. I mean you, you can always you can,
3: yeah. First you can, you can tell they're like, Yeah, well yeah. this is new language to us. And we try not to be real um
1: controversial yeah
3: we we try to be careful with that Um, you know he'll but he has shared this story of what happened to him it's an experience that's really hard to deny he had it they didn't and but it's almost it really piques their curiosity
2: yeah
3: and so we kind of judge where they're at how much we can share we don't share at all if god we only share what papa releases us to share And then what happens afterwards usually is when the questions come. We we usually try to be very open to questions yeah. and give them a chance and then so that they can put it in their own verbiage, how they can take it in. Right. So
1: and someone's translating for you the whole time, so they're putting it into their language anyway, right? I mean, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. it's
1: yeah. just but whether or not in, the translator has a grid for it.
4: Oh, well, that's, that's what this was, was fun. this oh. what was really fun. Um, God's
3: blessed us with some incredible translators. When we,
4: especially when we the went to one. India and the the first uh, week we were oh, there, fun, fun, fun. we had one particular set of meetings, and it was like as I was releasing in the spirit, the translator was getting overwhelmed by the spirit, and, <laughs> and he was getting ex- so, so excited it was difficult for him to translate you know well, he was he did, like
3: he started interacting with John or I if I was speaking <laughs> and he would turned and looked at us and he's like Why don't you showed me that last week you yeah. know and then he turned to another pastor. they'd been having some dialogue before we ever got there cuz God had started doing revelation to them yeah and so then yeah. so we'd have to say okay you need to tell the people yeah. oh that's right he almost forgot yeah. what he was there for yeah but it's still confirmed in him what the Lord was already revealing to them. And so that always gives me comfort that we're coming with some confirmation, not just some new thought.
5: Yes. That's really good. That's
4: wonderful. What Heather had to say say was very important and that, that really is expressing the overall love of God. I mean, the love of God for them, you know, that God doesn't just do these things. Unless, you know, it's he's expressing this out of his divine purpose and his divine love.
5: There was a question.
4: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yes. Have you been finding as well that the churches that are already charismatic, are already open to Holy Spirit, just flow quite naturally into, well, of course, you know, we are called to be seated with Christ in heavenly realm. That scripture is such an, an access way for all of this just flow naturally in. I have been talking to what we might call more traditional uh, churches and church leaders, and they say, of course we're in heavenly realms. Of course we are, because it's in the Bible. So then after they've said, well, of course we are, then it just well, in that case, let's, let's, just, just, you know, gently, let's just gently go there.
1: Yeah. I love that. And so, you know, I've got an invitation to India um, and looking at possibly going in the end of February. But my concern has been because of what we carry and what we are sharing, uh, I'm like, how do I make sure that the people that are inviting me fully understand what we carry and what we're delivering so that it doesn't blow blow them away and or become something where they're like, well, we're not going to have you speak anymore. You need to get out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I say, um, if that we happens, are you we still while. going to
3: be okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
3: know, it was it was interesting because, um, of course, <coughs> some of them may be listening to this. So you know, I, uh, but at first, the, the first group of meetings that we did have, I could tell there wasn't always full understanding of what we were carrying, even though. Some of them have viewed um, us. They, you know, they get a hold of Access Unlimited, and so they, they do have an idea of what we've taught. But to hear it for themselves, there was some of it. Where at first some resistance happened, but I think what the key was this in, this translator got so excited, yeah. and carries some realm yeah. of authority in their lives. And I think I think the Lord just used that as a bridge for us. So we were blessed that way. Yeah. yeah. And then we were actually able to travel with unloaded. And, I mean, we went through some real neat exercises with them. And um, so God afforded that. Yeah. So I know they'll carry that. Yeah,
4: and, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I look at it this way as well, Gil, that I look at it as seeds of light that are seeds. coming. Yeah. And whether or not they, you know, um, receive it in the, in the moment is, is one thing. Um, but down the road, that seed begins to, you know, uh, really uh, take effect in their life. And they have to begin to think of those, you know, those things for themselves. I'm really praying, you know, really for the body of Christ that this does challenge them. It challenges them to look for themselves. Yeah. You know, because, I, you know, I, I've had a number of people uh, in my life that have, in fact, one elderly lady that was a part of our life, she was an intercessor for many many years with us, but she was like far advanced. She's I mean, from she's okay. was, she's
2: this she was She was lovely.
4: Yeah. She was way far advanced, you know, way far advanced and and she was already, you know, processing some of the things that we had just come into in the last few years, but she said to me one time, she said, "You know the problem is, John, is that we've got unbelieving believers? Yeah. You know, you can, you can, you can quote yeah. scripture. Yeah. You can say, yes, we are seated in heavenly places, but unless that mindset begins to, to shift in our lives to um, see ourselves living from that realm more than even this realm, uh, you know, it, it it just is a it's just words. It's it's words to them. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, I'm seated in heavenly places. What does that look like? You know, challenge yourself to, uh, you know, come before the Lord and meditate on being seated in heavenly places. And let God show them personally what seated in heavenly places looks like. And how to operate from that realm. Because that's ultimately what we're designed for, is to bring heaven to earth. Amen. That's where the comes from. It comes from us.
1: Well, and... What I loved about this pastor is, you know, we get invitations all the time from Africa and and India, and it's like there's no way to respond to all of them, but this particular pastor gave me a story and and shared something that he had actually been the associate pastor at a a fairly large church there in India, and he uh, started getting into the kingdom stuff and started sharing it, and so they fired him. So he ended up going into like the highways and byways and just sharing it with the villages and the people. And he now has over three hundred pastors that are working with him uh, in in this area. So he's wanting to get his pastors trained and, and so forth. But I'm just like, does he really understand you know what we're doing, or does he have a different version of this? He may
2: not. Right. I, don't I may think not. It's
1: going kind of
3: matter ultimately.
2: What an opportunity. Yeah,
3: it's a, it's an awesome opportunity, and you know what we always say: let's just honor and respect someone else who yep. believes differently. Yeah. So who cares if they don't totally grasp what you They're have? Not. I think it's more about yeah. you pouring into what he has at that yeah. point.
1: Maybe. Yeah, no, it's a very yeah. good point because awesome. that is one of the main things: is uh, how do we help people in that in the church age finish well? Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. and also, yeah. Gil. it's yeah really important to to move in as much activation as possible, as quickly as possible, <clears throat> and not to be coming from head knowledge, yeah. and trying to tell people theory, because that could be scary. I had a situation where um, I transcribed the Seventh Spirits of God talk from uh, Ian Clayton's theory, and this is actually uh, before we, we uh, published it, and my then pastor in Italy got to come and uh, read it from English into Italian directly. And he also invited an assistant pastor because, you know, uh, he was a man and I was a, you know, woman, which, you know, is obviously really scary. So he had this, like, assistant pastor as well who was there, who was, you know, kind of, you know, kind of being the whole, okay, here we've got, you know, the big guns. And the Seven Spirits of God majorly turned up in a big way because when you start talking about you activate you go into switch it on and then people start to actually um, move in to what god's doing it it just changes everything the actual uh, senior pastor was completely stoic like stone he was unmoved he was not impressed but the assistant pastor was just absolutely he was gone he was super gone. He was their main worship leader. And it <laughs> caused a real problem because yeah. he moved forward about 20 years like that. Because wow. heaven <clears> opened. <throat> and all of a sudden, yeah. he was just in a totally different place. Yeah. The religious spirit was completely gone from him. He could not operate in it anymore. And so he had to leave the church. and And they were very annoyed with me. Um But God has given him a ministry up and down Italy. He is now discipling others in in the heavenly realm, and he's written a book as well.
1: Awesome. Yeah, and yeah. that is the thing is, you know, if you can just set a few people free, and especially leaders, if you can set them free, then there's a fire that's going to start. I just don't know how free they really are, but I'm absolutely eager to go and... um and just see what the father wants to do. And at that point, it's, it's gonna be one of those things anyway, where it's um, stepping in and just asking father, what are you doing? And just following his lead and not trying to get ahead of him and not, not over there to share everything that we have because it's, it can be overwhelming.
0: Hey there, thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the courses tab now back to the show
5: another thing I
3: want to just commend you for Gil is stepping out in faith for the finances to go Yeah. because I, I this church isn't like paying for you to go right no. they just said come on over so you're still um, believing that the finances are coming to you so yeah yeah,
2: sure. yeah. most
3: of our trips we pay ourselves yeah especially when you're going to a third world country they don't right exactly they do attempt to help with your housing and food but like this trip it was kind of a split that didn't always happen and um, but i will say one thing that i really felt honored or blessed of the lord our first set of meetings was like i said more the traditional the men were on one side women on the other there were no women on the worship team it was only men and yet he allowed me to be a keynote speaker.
1: Wow. Um,
2: and I
3: and the pastors that were there that were actually facilitating on the stage really overly welcomed me. There were not a lot of walls put up or anything. It was it was quite amazing. I've gotten other places where you know I'm John's wife. And so I could get up and share a few minutes, but would not be given freedom to bring a whole message. But this time it it happened where even though they have that, it is pretty steeped in in that area in particular. But they were really open to hear from me as well as him. And um, that that was a huge statement. Even some local people that we, um, that they're actually missionaries to that area right now. And we have some history with them. They were amazed because they had not seen that well received in that part of India so it was
4: was an honor something that um i was just thinking of just a few moments ago when you were actually talking about the um traditional church and and walking into more more of a traditional church i you know just returned also from a week in south korea and I, i love south korea we've got a you know we've got some works going on there and we go back there last year was our first access unlimited and we'll be doing another one in april uh, in, uh, Suwon, South Korea. Um, but, uh, there's a, there's a church that we've been associated with, uh, for, uh, a number of years now we've been uh, going into South Korea for about four years. And, uh, this church has been wide open, you know, to, uh, understanding and wanting they have a, have a hunger to learn the revelatory realm, the, you know, dimensions of the spirit. And, um, it was really interesting like you say if you you know follow what the father is doing it's amazing how how he uh you know puts illustrations right in front of your face yeah. and right in front of the congregation face um but it, this is a methodist church
2: methodist church in yep. Korea.
4: methodist church but they are on fire um but i was I was actually talking about the realm of the spirit, and I got to this one point oh, no. <laughs> where I was talking uh, by the spirit and and uh talking about the spirit and how one day you know we're not going to probably have a lot of verbiage between us it'll all be just spirit to spirit. We won't have to have uh actual dialogue conversation we'll know what each other's thinking and saying and mm-hmm. i I just to share just a little bit of that, and this little um 16 month old little boy walks up to me down the aisle and he walks up to the front and he puts his hand out and he like gives me a high five like I was speaking truth like I was speaking to him and I think I think that this is something that we need to realize you know if you've not talked talk to a young child not talked to a young child's spirit I think that that is really really important in their development but I looked at him I said look I and I I, it was a great illustration to the congregation I said look at look at him he just walked right up to me and he looked me square in the eye and just with this not not even a smile just a kind of a um, right on you're 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 speaking the truth and he gave me this high five and I said you need to learn from him and i said you can speak into his into his life and i will say i said watch this and i i begin to affirm him in his spirit who he is and his future as a as a man of god and he just locked eyes with me just locked eyes his spirit was locking he's, little. <laughs> he's just 16 months old and he's just looking at me talking to him and just like he was he was just like um just locked in on, on what the Spirit of God was saying to him, and it was it was like a phenomenon right in front of our, our eyes, and everybody was watching this happen, and they were just getting so excited to see this baby respond to the Spirit of God. It was amazing. It just, you couldn't have planned it. I couldn't have planned it any better.
2: Wow. Yeah. That is...
1: Well, I'm curious, what is the message, you know, right now? Because I, uh, last time we talked to you, we asked you to share what, the message. Uh, what was the message that Father had put on your heart for that season? Is there anything different? Has it grown? Has it changed? What is the, the message that's really on your heart right now that Father has you sharing?
4: Well, one of the things I know that he dealt with me back in, in uh, last last April is is really... Uh, relationally, in the spirit, relationally becoming acquainted, not only with the angelic, not only with the uh, with uh, angels that have been given charge over you. Uh, I was I was confronted with um, with uh, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I, I believe has been a, um, a missing. It's like the the other spirit, it's the spirit of counsel and might and understanding and wisdom. We focus on those things a lot, but the spirit of the fear of the Lord, I think is something that that governs the responses or the the um, release of the you know the spirit of might and counsel and wisdom and understanding. Yeah. And I feel like we're coming into a place. Where God is really going to hold us responsible. Um, this this last year, September, we shifted into fifty-seven eighty, and may you know you may have had uh, people that have already talked about this, but I you know I I I'm a man that uh, God talks to me with numbers a lot, and so I you know I always say fifty-seven eighty. Okay, say five is grace, seven is completion. And then, you know, m- many of you already know that the number 80, you know, has to do with the mouth and um, but the fullness of that uh, 57, 80 or just 80 is actually seeing, it's seeing and speaking, seeing and speaking. And it's, it's really about speaking the truths of what you see in the realm of the spirit. So it's really about oracles. God is really bringing, I believe, uh, an alignment to oracles—people that carry the weight of heaven when they speak—and I think that we're going to be um, challenged in the days ahead. This is my, this is my own personal feeling. I feel like I'm being personally, ch- per- personally challenged, but people in the body of Christ are going to be personally challenged. With um, just general prophecies Yeah I
3: think prophecy as we know it today Is going to totally change it It's going to change. totally shift I think it's become such a catchword. People run from conference to conference Just to get a new prophetic word And then they do nothing with it, it So it I, has, I think yes. Yeah And it, I mean I You know I believe in prophecy I believe in that but I believe it's become mundane. I I believe we've lowered it to a level that God never intended for it. Yeah. And um, with this whole thing with the oracle and the fear of the Lord. Yeah, combination. I think there's gonna be a fear right. of the Lord, not we're afraid of him or some weird part of that. But we'll be in such on reverence that we will only speak when and what and where he tells us. And they'll mm-hmm. with that carries a weight that's never been uh, we haven't experienced. I believe it's the original intent of, of God yeah. in heaven, and you're I, I ab- see that. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. In our, it, we just yeah. talked about that this morning in our ecclesia group oh, yeah. because there's been so many prophecies. Everybody talks about prophecies here and there, but who is executing those orders to actually there call them into being? You know, so <coughs> that's, that's what... Point. Yeah,
2: that's right.
3: But
4: yeah, and so. And so when you look at that, you know, you look at, and, and I also know 5 and 7 is 12, so I put fifty-seven yeah. eighty. I think, okay, so the government of God yeah. is coming, mm-hmm. you know, to, to effect, to execute the word of the Lord. And it's, it's like, you know, when we used to say, you used to hear when uh, words were released, you hear, used to hear, thus saith the Lord. Well, yeah. I believe there's an alignment coming. That uh, thus saith the Lord will yeah. once again be, be uh, thus saith the Lord, and it will be heard, mm. and it will be executed, and and it will it, the whoever the oracle is will have the weight to carry uh, the the declaration and the decree, and it will it will happen.
1: Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's interesting because I'm I'm wondering. You know we're, we're still in this season of transition we could be in it for decades or you know another hundred years who knows how long the transition is going to be but as we're transitioning right. that we we have to just understand that there's going to be different dynamics of things working together that work with this season and that season but they will eventually change to where it's just going to be the one season so I don't know if that makes sense or not but but um, you know I'm looking at Yeshua taught us that we were supposed to be going into the heavens to see what the Father was doing to bring that into the earth. and I feel like that's one thing that it's not necessarily I don't feel it's the same thing as prophetic words because the prophetic words are more of a reading off someone's scroll or a scroll for a business or a scroll for a country right. or something. Um, but what but the ecclesia is meant to go into the heavens to see what the Father's doing to bring it back down and and engage it into the earth so that it's transforming the earth. That's it so yeah I'm yeah. just wondering
3: and what I re- I clarification because I think what's happened is we've replaced that it's easier to just do the prophetic word and, and instead of going to the heavens and getting that incredible word not like I said I still love prophecy but I think we've gotten so used to prophecy we ignored the other part yeah. of that thing that you were just saying of going to heaven and getting what what are you doing in heaven what are you wanting right. to say on earth through us? Yeah. yeah. And so actually implementing.
5: Us. Yeah. yes. That's, so that's awesome. So and I have a... Brelin, I, would, I would just like to respond to a brilliant uh, question earlier. Who is actually implementing the properties? I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah. No, no, no,
5: We are. Yeah,
3: exactly. No, I know <laughs> yeah. we are. We're speaking to the choir here, but we got to get the message out that more yeah. people implementing and taking action and not just absorbing like ruth was saying running from conference to conference to get prophetic words but not actually implementing them and taking action yeah
1: so we have about 15 minutes left i want to i want to uh shift gears just a tiny bit ask another question about india and how you're working there and that is you know one of the things that i think is so fascinating about this movement of god that we're in is that we're going in and we're discovering who we truly are our, our full identity in in christ maybe not the fullness of it but we're moving that way as you are sharing this with the people in india i don't know to what extent you are sharing it with people in, in poverty there but i'm just wondering has it have you seen some massive transformation of people's lives as you know they think that this is all there is for them and then they find out there's so much more that i am you know a, a, a son of god and just curious have you seen some good massive transformations
3: yeah i would say especially in the group we were with in Hyderabad, i would say we saw a little bit more that a little more difficult there were some very impoverished parts um that i didn't quite see where it's translated that way i think what we were we were probably from some of the first seeds to speak some of this to them and um so we were able to um like even bring some instruction one-on-one. We didn't do it so much publicly, but one-on-one people were drawn to us and they're in a very, very impoverished state of living. And um, so we were able to share a little and they've just started (coughs) to scratch the surface. Even I, I was excited. They've been communicating with us some and even one to the point where they used to have no hope in waking up, it was just, oh, another day and this person now suddenly since we've been there yeah. wakes up with hope hmm. and hasn't quite seen it totally walked out in their life yet but they're waking up with hope they've never known before and
4: they're sharing the testimony yeah and
3: they're starting to share a testimony awesome i have great hope for that instance but especially like in bangalore and hyderabad there are groups of people that were impoverished but they started expanding their world. I mean, they yeah. and it's it's like changed, and they sometimes they don't know what to do with that. It it happened way quicker than they thought.
4: Yeah, hmm. some
3: it's just kind of like in stages.
4: Yeah, so it, we Im- have experienced that. It, impoverished in spirit. You know, I mean, I think one of the I think one of the uh, big things was that you mentioned a few moments ago, Gil was uh, connecting with leaders because the leaders get a hold of this. You know, yeah. it's going to uh, filter through the rest of the people. Yeah, and so. Uh, um, the, a couple of the areas that we went to definitely have great leaders. I'm actually consistently talking since India, talking with a particular leader that continues to ask me questions. Yeah, and so, to the best of my ability, I'm answering those questions, <coughs> and I know, it will, uh, you know, infect the rest. And uh, so I, I think, I think what we do is we go in with the, the whole. Mentality of you know the lavish love of God for you know the body of Christ and restoring them and causing them to come into their identity and as the ecclesia moving in power and authority. But we do what we can do in the moment, yeah. and uh, we you know like I said you know we we connect with leaders we connect with leaders leader to leader you know we can be um, we can be transparent we can. You know, no one can take our encounters away, but I'll tell you what, when you begin to uh, bring understanding and revelation to the encounters that you personally have, uh, you know, they begin to question themselves. You know, I I, want to experience that. How can I experience that? And so they begin to ask the questions. And so we, you know, just begin to respond as best as we we can. Or we would ask them. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: We because we don't ever want us we don't want to bring an american message
1: no yeah yeah
3: this is is a kingdom message and if it's it's supposed to work wherever we go right and so we'll ask them to you you know tell us we want to hear what do you think that would look like here yeah Mm -hmm. and so some people aren't sure they're shy or then all of a sudden they i think in the process of like actually Mm -hmm. allowing their minds and their vision to go there, they start. Then they start envisioning it. Mm-hmm. At first, it's just an answer to our question, and then you see their their eyes come like, "Well, I could do this in my life." They thought yes. maybe it only applied to us. We're in America, and there's nothing, you know. We're wealthy, and you know, they, we don't have to pray. We don't know where our next food is coming. From, you know, all of that. And so I think when we we actually want to hear. How do you think this can be walked out in right. India? That's
1: good.
5: Yes. If they can I see it, they can have it, right? House. Pardon? If they, if they can uh, see it in, in the spirit, yes. in the Lord, yes. they can have it. come see it.
4: Yes, exactly. So otherwise and,
3: it just becomes us telling them how it can be. Yeah. But when you actually ask them, how do you see
4: it? Yeah, because actually when we go from nation to nation now, we realize, you know, that there's culture and and we're not trying to no. necessarily break down that culture or shift that culture, except where the kingdom there's of God kingdom. Yeah. and the kingdom culture comes over culture yeah. and it shifts it. Yeah. If we yeah. can bring the truth of the message of the kingdom of, of heaven, because, because we can mm-hmm. all relate to that,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
4: and it, it begins to shift culture. Because there's so many different types of culture out there and mindsets that it's, you know, it's really difficult to, um, uh, you know, try and shift any of that or break any of those, you know, old, old places. Yeah. And we, we've told people that's, uh, that's uh, you know, that's Korean culture or that's Indian culture. But what about kingdom, culture? kingdom culture? Where does kingdom culture come over the, the culture that you live in? To shift
2: it and change. Yes,
3: that's good. good. So many times Um, while you were talking there, I was thinking that is just part of the process of waking up. You know, just sometimes it's a startling awake, but usually it's just kind of a slow, like sleepy wakening up, and you know, so beautiful. I love that. You guys are doing a yeah. great, great job, and I and I love your heart and and um, the way that you do it. That's just brilliant. Yeah.
4: Thank you, brilliant. Really. Appreciate. Well, it Well,
3: I've so I've been a teacher, and so I've learned how <clears throat> really, you know, Jesus, he'd answered questions with a question. With a question. And I don't think we can improve on that because questions okay. will allow them to process. To process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won't just hurt us and then ask us how should we do it. Um, That's just like, you know, my kids would come up, Mom, how do you spell? And it's like, well, let's sound this out. What does it sound like to you? It's that kind of thing. And so that's how we do them. And I do want it on a funny note, one of the biggest things in culture, and you'll find this out, Gil. And they wanted us to prophesy who they were going to marry because they're arranged (laughs) marriage. culture Still in the church, (laughs) in a kingdom mindset. And so even the one pastor saying, hey, who do you? You know, look around the church and see if God gives you a prophetic word who this guy is going to marry and I'm like no we go there, we yeah. go there. <laughs> and, you know what's it really interesting to me is they also we found out that almost all of the people that came forward wanting prayer they had to pray because it was a Christian married to either a Hindu or Muslim or a oh. non-believer and they had really believed that God told them to marry that person it was like really rampant. And um, because of it, there's great hardship. This, You know, this one lady came to our meeting and she had to sneak out of the meeting to come to the meeting. She had to tell her husband she was working late because he was of another faith. And then she had ended up helping us go shopping one day. And she said, well, I've got to go home at such and such time because my husband cannot know I'm with Christians. And so I said to her, I said, oh, you know, and so there's this, they really um, I don't know, this whole arranged marriage thing is huge there and yet they wanted us to come in and put a band-aid and prophesy that. And so I think this is where we really instructed that you really need to go to heaven and know yes. what God is Yeah.
2: Yeah. We really sets
3: we tried to, couldn't do you can't do that in four days. But we started I mean, we did it consistently.
4: And we're actually finding also that, and we talked to some of the leaders there, we're finding, especially in India, that a lot of those things are beginning to change. Uh, Culture is is changing through this generation.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: And it it doesn't matter whether we're in India or South Korea or whether we're in Europe. We're finding, again, across the board, culture is changing. The young people, the generation are Seeing that their their you know old ways are not working, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you know we need to sew into as many of those of that age as possible. Yeah, the youth yeah.
3: follow this a lot. One thing that's really fun out in public, we actually we we went as tourists. We did not go as any profit or <laughs> we didn't do any of that. And but out in public, <clears> in I mean every few minutes, they all want to come and have pictures taken with you. And strangers, so even, strange, total strangers, and um, adults, children, anybody. It was There was no particular age group there or class of people. And they would take our pictures. Well, guess what? We'd get a touch them. Um, you know, we'd get pictures. And a lot of times, then, we got to exchange WhatsApp info. And it led to us actually out on the street. We prayed for people. Yeah. No matter what their faith was, they all wanted yeah. to have us pray for them. Yeah.
1: Wow it was amazing, wow. huh wow. And one cool.
3: was, I was sitting Such waiting al- for Johnny was um, to look for something, and um, this couple came wanted my picture oh, this lady she wanted a picture with me, and her husband stood and so I was trying to find out you know their names and all that kind of stuff. So he handed me his business card, and he's actually in the government of India, and his <laughs> main area was on fraud and deception. And that was his that's his whole thing. Yeah. And he from wow. a different faith and they didn't even believe in, you know, it was like, oh my goodness, but we got pictures with him, then he wanted to meet my husband. So I took him and introduced him and through that process in the middle of the street he wanted prayer. Yeah. Wow. A prayer for need an, to have their family. And we had to pray with them and they still communicate with us on WhatsApp. On
4: WhatsApp. yeah. Wow.
3: And opened
2: open door and, we
3: just, that's you how you we, just
4: never know what never God's going to do as far as connecting you with people, you know, government or the poor, whatever. Yeah, it, yeah even yeah. if we all love it. You just make love yourself it.
1: available. Awesome, awesome. Well, we need to go ahead and wrap this portion up. Do you guys have a couple more minutes? Um, we'll go behind the scenes if you do.
3: Um, I, yeah, yeah, we, we have can. a couple. We, we, yeah, okay. we can do that. Sure. We can close off and then go Sure. We're not in a
1: hurry. All right, well, I just want to thank everybody for being on here and for being patient with us. We have just kind of come out of the the dark ages, the dark season, namely this weekend where everything went wrong technically. So uh, we're kind of just getting back up on our feet here. And so again, I just appreciate everyone being patient with us as we are uh, stepping back in, getting things running again. Uh, Berlin, did you want to say something?
3: Well, I just want to encourage everyone to keep praying for Kingdom Talks because this tech stuff—we, every single show, has production pieces and tech pieces that have to integrate together, and there's so much, so many moving parts. So keep continuously keeping us in prayer. Keep Gil and Adina in prayer. And, um, again, please share this with your friends because we're really trying to get this message of the movement out there. And go to KingdomTalksMedia.com and become a member if you haven't been already. Because, actually, the conversation that I would like to have with John and Ruth behind the scenes is a little bit more about the Access Unlimited, if you wanted to teach us a little bit. So, um, again, (laughs) thank you for watching Kingdom Talks. We appreciate you and we bless
2: you.
1: Yeah, thank you all. Blessings to you, uh, and just FYI, be praying as well. I'll throw one thing more in here, and that is that uh, we're moving Kingdom Talks to Colorado Springs, so that is a, a big move for us. So again, we're gonna we're gonna need your prayers and support to to make that happen. So bless you all. Thank you, and we will catch you next time.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, so we are on the back end for members only. Okay. <laughs> so Berlin, yeah. what is it you wanted to jump in with?
3: Well, I was just wondering if John and Ruth would share a little bit of the training that you do in Access Unlimited. What, what is that about, and, and can you give us some gold nuggets from that training? Yeah. yeah uh, um,
5: so awesome to see you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome to so see you to too, see Heather. Heather. We've done a lot of work with Heather. Heather's <laughs> been to
3: Access Unlimited. Yeah. Um,
2: oh, cool.
3: Uh, I just I re- I just wrote an article last month on this. Is like because people were asking why do you do Access Unlimited, how that happened, and I think it happened because I was raised in the church. John was. We were, you know, pastors and all of that for years. But people never really realized their original identity.
4: That's where it all began.
3: And that's really where it began. Yeah. And they would come up and ask, like they. They'd been trained that the pastor was to speak their identity into them and all of that Hmm. kind of stuff. And then the more we start traveling, and that happened even outside our own congregation, people were always not knowing. And they didn't know how to hear the voice of God. And, of course, we'd, you know, thank God for uh, John Paul Jackson. We had, like, inhaled everything of streams, and, you know, we've been so blessed and we bless him today he impacted our life greatly and so i do believe some of his teaching contributed to why we saw the need for that but um so we really we felt like god was really putting on us how you know and how to do or to possibly carry that message and
4: well our tagline is uh equipping equipping you to express your original identity. identity So it, and and so out of that equipping, then we just begin to say, okay, what does it take to awaken a person to their original identity? Equip them so that they operate from the realm of the spirit, you know, rather than than the natural realm.
3: And so. then probably mm-hmm. the first basic teaching we ever started uh, was something the Lord was laying on John, and then we met Ian Clayton, and he like expanded our world with some things. But that was actually going through the veil. And so yeah. a lot of things that we did and well, we still do. We don't like to just do a bunch of teachings. We actually do practical applications right in the session. Yeah.
5: Sure.
3: It's not just a bunch of teaching. It's where, OK, yeah. now we're going to put this into practice. And you know, we have to stand and do stuff they didn't want to do. But. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> uh, Good but on you for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's really big
4: at
3: that. He, he totally <laughs> right on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Cuz I was like, I don't want to
4: do that. Well, and and
3: but now I love it. I love it. <laughs>
4: Access Unlimited actually began Braylon, uh, yeah. about in, in 2013 and we we heard by the spirit yeah. you know to call it, you know, because we were talking about, you know, uh, moving beyond the veil and operating from the other side. Uh-huh. and and so we were the the picture that i got was you know how you walk up to uh something uh, you yeah. know that where you where you flash your card in front of a access. an oh. access mm-hmm. date, and mm-hmm. it says access open yeah. or whatever yeah and i heard the spirit of the lord say access unlimited and and so from there that was that was birthed from mm-hmm. there yeah. and we invited uh, for the first time ian Ian clayton and justin first. abraham mm-hmm. together Came together and it was a phenomenal oh, conference. Opened up the eyes of the understanding for uh, hundreds of people. Yeah. We'd
3: already had Ian one time, but and, we had
4: and so that is our um, that's our uh annual conference, and that we hold right here in, uh, in Idaho.
3: Now we've taken it around the world,
4: so. but what we've done is we've taken the schools and the conferences into other countries, yeah. And mm-hmm. what we do is we come in. Like for the first year and we teach generalities concerning Easy. identity, the basic yeah. things, going beyond the veil. And mm-hmm. then and then other uh, other years what we do is start inviting guests to come alongside of us. We'll we'll do we'll we'll speak, but we'll invite like one other guest yeah. or two other guests to get, to come into that country and help us actually our purpose is to not only come alongside of leaders, but come under the church and push it up you know, into its identity. So mm-hmm. uh, so we basically have held uh, schools during the day and then the nights were open. So it was like an open conference at night if people didn't come during the day. <clears throat> we would start like Wednesday night and then we would do all day Thursday, all day Friday and half of Saturday uh, in school. But those evenings were open conferences to the people.
3: Wow fun note we were sitting brainstorming in our office one time mm-hmm. with some of our team and that's when he had this revelation where he saw that access unlimited <clears throat> and so now we've kind of inverted you know just talking about it we call it au 19 au and we were sitting there and one of our teammates just said did you guys do that because we have uh, we have friends that are into gold mining and all of that. They said, "Did you know that you know A U is the the symbol of the yeah. development for gold, and that had even uh, Ruth, but that was like yes, I think we picked the right one. because I know, especially something you we all froze, or we didn't freeze you. Did.
1: Yeah, you actually were freezing there. We weren't." I wasn't quite able to hear everything you were saying about the gold. Do you want to try that one more time?
3: AU, the periodic table. You're sitting in our office. Yeah. On the periodic table, the the symbol for gold is AU. And so our teammate thought that's why we picked AU. And and then somehow we came up with the words that go with it, Access Unlimited. But it was, John actually had that vision, that whole Access (coughs) Unlimited. And so that... We love that little side confirmation with the, all right, because a lot of what we attempt to do, and especially is on your heart, yeah. is where you draw the gold out of other people, and then you raise them up to go draw the gold out of other people. And yeah. that, was, that was kind of a side note. We hadn't really planned yeah. for AU. <laughs> so, yeah,
4: I always refer to pulling on the gold. Yeah, he always, pulling always does. Pulling on people's gold. Always. Wow.
3: So can you give us a gold nugget for our members? Could you give them a little bit of the teaching or help them understand how to pull their gold out or something like that?
4: How to pull their gold out. You know, I, <laughs> I, I think one of the full you know, the John John seventeen was Jesus' unanswered prayer concerning, you know, uh, unity. Yeah. Among the body. And and I feel like, you know, unless we start really realizing you know and seeing the gold in other people uh, you know we'll. we'll I know we we'll, that one day we'll see that union but that really is what that really is union when you have union <clears throat> vertically and you have yeah. union horizontally you know then you then you have just a, a, a wonderful flow between uh, heaven and earth and uh, and spirit to spirit you know horizontally and, and yeah. uh, vertically um, but pulling the gold
3: well, one of the things that actually you have this revelation, it's not a new one because mm-hmm. we hear it all the time too, but that we have um, one of the basic teachings is he uses Psalm 139 a lot on the book. About the reading written, of your
4: scroll. The yeah, scroll. Yeah.
3: So he spends a lot of time on that. And then he, he literally has the people sit and encourage them later. But he actually, there'll be a time where they can just sit and ask the father to show them at least one thing that's on their scroll.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It starts
3: them to realize um, that there is a lot written on their scroll. Well, it, it, and,
4: the, the yeah. major ones, though, are that, that are really—I mean, how how we understand the writing of our scroll to yeah. me is knowing the uh, the passion, yes, the passions, the gifts that That's already already it. planted yeah. within it.
1: It's not. And it, if we, go ahead. I was just going to say it's not as much of a mystery as some would paint it out to be. Uh, It's just realizing that this is all written out. It's real stuff written out about us. And yet it's already working itself out of our heart and out of our spirit. Yeah.
4: Right. Yes. If I sit with you, you know, I've never, I've never had time to sit with you. But if I sit with you long enough, all of a sudden I will know the gold in you because I'll hear the passion come. Yeah. And so, and I start drawing on that main passion, and and talking about that main passion about what what drives you, what you know, what do you love about about that passion, and and how you use that for the kingdom. I think that's pulling on the golden people.
1: That's good. I yeah, like that. Heather, do you have something? That is
5: awesome. Yes, um, I was just, just really struck by how AU is the. Uh, symbol for gold on the periodic table we had mark and kate wilburn on recently um, and i don't know if you if you've met them yet but i would love to connect you yeah. um, and mark uh, teaches about stocks and shares he trains christians how to actually read what's happening and how to make um decisions based on on practicalities and not just uh, guesswork. <laughs> and uh Kate has been given such an amazing revelation. Um, she actually came on and um did an, an activation with us about the um silver the, the trading I trading I right <laughs> Trading Eye is the, the portal of God where financial things are happening, where, where God is orchestrating his angelic, his heavenly host in the, the uh, financial uh, mandate. And as Kate was, was talking about the being of silver, I actually saw uh, the being of silver in the Trading Eye. I don't know if 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 you guys did as well, Gil. But um, it was just amazing. And she actually came to uh, the conference that uh, I just hosted with, with the community in, in Moravian Hall and shared it again. And the whole room erupted. It, it was just amazing was how good. much it moved people's lives. It was like uh, we have been corporately living... Under a religious spirit of poverty, this this mindset that says that poverty is somehow a moral good, a virtue that that should be attained, like we are all you know striving to get to the bottom, you know, and then we all wonder why. All the mountains are, you know, being led by by people in non-Christian spirituality. And it's amazing how God is just really cutting that mindset off his people. Yes. And raising them up into government in all spheres.
1: Yeah. They would definitely be good people for you to connect with. Um, uh, their, um, and their, we've got their show on twice just because it was so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. We played it again, and we did the the behind the scenes section, which we've never done before, where we deliberately played one and had the de- de- the behind the scenes section because it was so powerful. Wow. So you get a chance yeah, to wow. find that one wow. with Kate and Mark Wilburn. Yeah, yeah
3: I'll have to look we'll up Mark. Mind mind. Yeah, I've heard of them, and I haven't gotten to know them well enough. Right. So yeah, right. I'm gonna do that.
1: It was good. It was yeah, good. Well, thank you. Wow. We, we just so appreciate you guys and, and love you guys. I love you guys because I feel like you're, you know, Dean and I are, are just very much down to earth. And, and you know, we, we love just connecting with people where they're at. You know, we don't try to pretend to be great speakers or anything. And,
2: oh, I
3: love that. Oh, I pretend.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs>
1: I just love you. You're down to earth. I just love that, and so so appreciate having well, you guys on again.
5: Yes, we love
1: you and guys. And
3: just when we've watched you guys together, and I'll say, John, I think they're a lot like us. We should meet them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully <laughs>
2: one oh, yeah. we'll day.
3: gotta cross. be together.
1: We will. We will definitely. So Berlin yeah. and Heather, thank you guys so much for being on here and co-hosting. I just uh, I love you guys, Thanks, you and know. John and Ruth. You guys are precious, and I just pray that a lot of people will connect with you guys. Uh, go back and put your information in our notes. Put your uh, links there so people can get in touch with you and, on YouTube yeah. and Facebook. Because
4: even in, in, in February, we've got um, Robert Henderson and Beverly Watkins coming together uh, for a uh, an intensive. intensive. It's not even a conference; it's an intensive. So, awesome. Nice. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So good. So good. All right. Well, well blessings to everyone.
2: Thank, okay. you. Right. Thank
1: you. Thank so you to much. our members. Thanks, Kiel.
2: Thanks okay. me. and to connect. Yeah, nice
5: to meet you guys. Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
5: Let's do our that. Miss you guys. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Love bye. you guys. Take care. Love you. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.